well maybe we might have to understand it better how the culture actually is configured how it plays out uh, yeah there are some cultures in, in africa not only in nigeria where they may seem to be uh dominant in yes. most of the most of the cases mm -hmm. but i don't really think this one is even only african in many parts of the world if you look at uh, maybe um within the area of economy in politics even in religion because I know you grew up from a religious yes. a home that is highly religious, mm -hmm. no? Uh, so I think uh, uh, even looking at it from that perspective, they may have always played uh, the vital kind of role, dominating role in anything, okay. in anything. Uh, but I okay, mean, okay. I mean, just in terms of certain things in the home, mm -hmm. or I mean, I can't, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it, but there are just some factors that the women really have no say in. Hello and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewanfo, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. That, that's, that's, that's where I was getting at. Because generally, even not even looking at a place, as you said before, everywhere you go, men, is in, men are in charge. Everywhere. <laughs> um, I've lived in different places and men are always in charge. <laughs> so, But I think it's just the extreme that I'm talking about for certain things. Mm -hmm. That's really it. And it's nothing to say men shouldn't be in charge because I solely believe a man really should be in charge of his household. So, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, I'm not going to debate that with you. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. I'll leave it the way you, you see. Okay. All right. Now, um, Gloria, when you were growing up, I'm trying to understand now. Now you're beginning to get to like 15, 16. Now you're beginning to have your food, no? Mm -hmm. You know, when we are uh, small, we are really very young. We just take order from our parents. They tell us that this one is red. It is red. We don't even have any opinion towards it, no? But at a point, we begin to contest almost everything. So when you begin, when you started to sort of find your personal identity, let's say contested, becoming a little bit rebellion, what did you define as your own path, and what sort of guide you into the direction that of what you want to become in life? So mine started from a long time. I was always contesting everything. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> later on. Okay, so I've read your I've read your mind so hard. Huh? <laughs> So it wasn't later on. It was it started a long time ago. My father's always said, um, your your voice is, is important. And if you have anything to say, you know, you say it. I don't think he he went to the extreme to explain how to. So it, it, it um it went in different directions at certain times <laughs> as how to say things, because from a child I was very blunt. Anything I had to say, I said it. Um and it got me in a lot of trouble. So even knowing that I have, I have realized from, I was a younger age that I'm a people's person. So I like having conversations with people. I like, I like um, discussing and I like helping. So it charted a way for me now to want to be a social worker, not necessarily a social worker, but I wanted to be in a situation where I can help people, especially having conversations with them and talking to them about what is happening with them and how to go about that. So that's when I actually my mom said I should do social work, which I did. Um, and it has opened up you know, new horizons or new, new ways in order to even cater to persons and talk to them. My 
the need to do that for me was great. But then there were aspects of it that I, it doesn't really resonate with me. And that is when I think I went into media in terms of working on the radio or doing, you know, entertainment, reaching people that way. I wanted to do that. And which has now led me to have my own podcast. So I just, I just like having conversations, learning and not just learning in a classroom setting, which is black and white chalkboard, but learning where we can converse, conversate about different topics. It doesn't have to be just um, dealing with, you know, heavy topics. And when I say heavy topics, I'm talking about like divorce, like suicide. I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking about things that people should know. Um, being an entrepreneur, monetizing yourself, helping yourself and, you know, elevating yourself to be the best person that you can be, just loving self. So from when I was a child, that was, that was where I was. And I think I saw my father doing a lot of that because um, both parents are counselors or where my father has died. But both parents were counselors um, along with being pastors. And I saw how my father loved entertainment. My father was always on the radio. He was always on the TV. He was always writing books. So those things had led me also. So hmm, I love I loved seeing that. I love how he does that. And this is something I want to do. Yeah. So the thing is in the family, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So just for the curiosity, what is your father write about awful? Is it a kind of maybe... Uh, history uh, or is it the same line that you are uh, just saying now well um my father was a deliverance minister so most of his books were written about deliverance because that's what he came he left from nigeria to go to jamaica to do a lot of deliverance sessions so that's really what he wrote about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right thank you thank you for that it's interesting sure so yeah i i think at the point we are all in a journey and look at you now, you were born in Nigeria, you grew up in Jamaica, but right now you are in the United States. Yes. So, somehow, no? just like me, I, I grew up in Nigeria, but now I'm in Italy. Who knows, maybe tomorrow I have to be in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now your destination US, do you want to tell us anything about that? Why you didn't want to remain in the Jamaica, why you decided to move to the United States? Well, all right, so I was in Jamaica, I was married. Um, after a couple of years, I got a divorce and uh, I, after, you know, some time <laughs> I decided to date again, I actually was dating someone who lived overseas. So that's why I'm here. I got married to someone who lives overseas. <laughs> that's really all to it. It was never a decision to say, oh, you know, I'm going to leave. I don't want to be in Jamaica anymore. So I'm going to leave and go to the U.S. That wasn't, that was never the case. The just case is that I met someone and he lived overseas. <laughs> and, and now the, 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 the focus, what is moving is love. So where love, where love tells you to go? You go, you, to you go. pack up All right. and you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's interesting. Okay, before we get to your podcast, which I really find to be very interesting because we're going to spend some time there just now. Uh, what would you like to tell us about Jamaica? It's a beautiful place. I'm not even going to lie to say there is nothing bad there. There are. But, I mean, it's a beautiful place. You have persons who, when when persons have your back there, they actually really do have your back. Um, and I'm going to talk about the food again because the food on there is really good. But... Um, and I think their educational system is great. They have a great educational system. And uh, I mean, I think the people, most of the people are nice there. 
I mean, it's it's Jamaica is a really nice place to go and live. It's really nice. That's lovely. All right, now you are in the United States. Uh, are you have this podcast on Fitard? Cast, that is the name. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. On Fitard, that is very important. Unfiltered by Jay. Yes. <laughs> All right. So tell me, how did you get started with this podcast? All right. So as I said before, I was working, um, I was doing some radio programs before, and then I left and migrated here. I did not want to just stop doing anything radio like because it's something that I really liked. It took a while for me, though, to decide if I want to continue or what, what do I want to do at this point. And um, when the pandemic had hit, that was last year, I said to myself, well, I mean, most of us are working from home now. So there is some time to get something done that I still like doing. So I decided, hey, let me start the podcast. And that's how it started. So The Unfiltered by Jade, um, I call it The Unfiltered because we talk about any and everything. Um, But we do it in constructive ways. So it's not just you know, it's not just a podcast where you're just, it's, it's, it has no basis, basically. So I do a podcast that we can learn about everything, but we talk in an unfiltered way. So we talk about everything and we're transparent about everything without hiding things. Because I realize people know about certain subjects, but they don't know it to the extent because sometimes people don't want to talk about the dirty part or people don't want to talk about the hard part. We're talking about all parts, hard, easy, um, how to maneuver it, how to go about it. That's what the podcast is about. That's what it's geared to. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review Obehead Podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain Obehead Ewafo. Thank you so much for listening and talk to you in the next episode.